One of my mentors once told me that if you're not growing and perfecting your business, it's dying. In the salon space, we know that there's always room to expand and build upon what you have. Come on a journey with us to find the right tools to grow your business with our digital series from the T's. We're creating a space to talk about the business side of beauty as part of an open, honest conversation to help you significantly increase your take home from the salon. Our goal is to help you take your base wherever you're at and make your own custom formula to success with practical advice, salon experts, and boots on the ground specialists. Listen to Tease Talks in this feed once a month. This month on the Tease Talks, we're talking with Shari Wilson and Tanya Thompson, co-founders of Dream Girls, to talk about owning multiple salons and product innovation. Dream Girls is a woman-owned, family-owned, and Black-owned salon and hair care line. Shari Wilson and Tanya Thompson are on a mission to debunk the myth that Black women can't have long, healthy hair and change the negative narrative around natural hair and instead be champions for textured hair. Thompson and Wilson are professional hairstylists with over a decade of experience who are recognized for their reputation of having magic hair-growing hands. They've made it not only their expertise, but passion to help Black women's hair reach its greatest potential in both strength and length through the Dream Girls Healthy Hair Program and product line. Dream Girls products are color and straightener safe with UV protection and are infused with key ingredients that maintain and promote healthy hair growth. Cherie and Tanya are also co-founders of Mixed Institute of Cosmetology and Barber, a school dedicated to teaching students how to style all hair textures. All right. So ladies, thank you for joining us today. We are so excited to talk with you about your salons and evolving that concept into your hair care line. So Sam joined with Shari Wilson and Tanya Thompson, co-founders of Dream Girls. So welcome to the Tease Talks. Yes. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You bet. So we've got a lot to talk about. First, we want to dive into... So you have two different salon locations. Um, Tell me, and if you want to kind of pass it back and forth, um, before we get there, tell me a little bit about your start in the pro space. Well, I I guess I'll start. Um, (laughs) um, My sister and I, we've been starting... Well, we started doing hair when she was in high school. I was in probably junior high. And then when I got into high school, I started doing hair while she was in college. And she kind of taught me the ways. Um, I was her assistant. We used to do hair for free. And um, she taught me what I know. <laughs> I always say, you know, she slaved me as a, uh, as a teenager. You know, I miss prom, homecoming and everything. But um, it pretty much taught me how to do hair. So then when I went to college, you know, I did hair on the side. And when I thought I was going to go out with, you know, go into doing sales, following her footsteps, because she went into sales. Um, it just wasn't what I wanted to do. And then I went into, um, became a apprentice and got my license and started doing hair. And then a few years later, I kind of pulled my sister in and told her we have to do this together. And it started probably in what, 2006? Yeah, it was 2006. Yeah, we opened up our first location in Los Angeles. And um, Tanya went on and got her license. She became an apprentice. And then we just started doing um, hair. I always knew if I was going to be a hairstylist that I wanted to take it to a different level and also really change how we looked at hair and really, I really wanted to make healthy hair, right? Create healthy hair. And that's how it started. And we have done just what we sought out to do. Amazing. 
Thank you for that background. So salon number one, um, and now today you have two salons. Walk me through kind of the genesis of, of what those salons are like and what was the process of opening them? We have one salon in Culver City, California, and then another salon in Sacramento, California. Like Shari said, even though I did hair in high school, I did not have plans on doing hair at all. I was going to college. I was going into corporate America doing all these things. So um, when Shari decided to do hair, she also started selling extensions. And she literally came to me about selling the extensions as a business proposal. So that's kind of like how I was even moved into the to the scene. It wasn't just to do hair. Um, And then from selling extensions out here, uh, it just made sense to start doing hair to show the extensions. And um, it's a weird story. So we did that. And then uh, so we first had just an extension store out here. Shari was always doing hair in Sacramento. And then she added the extension part of it out there. So I was just doing extensions. And because we were doing extensions, I added someone else in just to do um, do the hair to kind of, you know, help sell the extensions. So we had some issues with that person at some point in time. And Shari kind of set me up a little bit. She was like, well, since we already have the salon and everything, just get your apprenticeship license. You know, you never know if you'll ever use it. And it was pretty much like a setup because <laughs> at some point in time, I ended up having to use it. At that point, I was still flipping property. I owned two schools, preschool through elementary, but so I didn't have to be there all the time. So I started moving into the salon realm and, um, you know, she just kind of caught me. We didn't have anybody else. So it was like, get in there and just start doing it. And then when I got in there, it was like, wow, why did I ever leave? You know, it was where I was supposed to be. And that's how the healthy hair care and everything's kind of started. So with that being said, that's how we ended up with a salon in Culver City and in Sacramento. We opened them. They were around the same time. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And just a little bit more. We started off just doing small. You know, we didn't open up a big location at first. We started off with a bigger retail and maybe one station. And then as we start growing, we start adding more and more stations. Um, one thing that I would say my sister taught us, what taught me, was that we don't have to always go in big. You know, you start with what you have and you grow. And as you grow, you just add more and more. I know your question was, you know, how did we get started? And that's exactly how we, you know, got started. A lot of people feel like when they have a vision, they have to go completely in with the vision at first. But I always see the vision as the ultimate goal, but it doesn't have to be something you start with completely. The vision can play out over time. And that's something that we did with both locations. We just started off small and as we grew, we just kept adding to it. Amazing. We were using our own money. So we never really had, to, you know, got a loan or anything. So we had to start small. It was like, you know, one station, two station, then you kind of add on or, or start out just with selling the hair, then open up, you know, so that's how we kind of gradually moved into the space of a larger salon and moving into, you know, where we are today. So yeah, exactly that. And I, I I was able to bring my business sense over to the salon side, which was a great benefit, you know, as far as our structure and, and how we were going to move. And then Shari and I, we kind of think a lot alike. So as I was proposing things, she was right on board and we just kind of like started growing together from there and having, you know, having ideas. I love that. You know, for focusing on business today and in our talks, that's a great advice that 
you can start small and you can grow, you can grow together and you don't have to go, you know, with a, a large major investment and in funding, you can grow along the way. So it's a great point for our audience. How did you keep the brand coherent and consistent across both salons? Um, and then how do they, you know, equally stand out from each other? I would say the vision is the vision, right? So I think we always had a vision and the vision stay consistent. Now we can always add to it or refocus for some reason. Okay, we have to take this out. We take it out. But mainly I believe that our vision has stayed the same as far as us standing apart from each other, as far as the concept of our growth system and how we grow hair, it's completely the same. You know, we have the same techniques. Um, I have whatever time you come up with something that's that's different or she feel like, okay, we need to add this. We come together and we uh, agree to it. But the system, the way we grow the hair, I want to say, and Tanya, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not, it's consistent, you know. But of course, we have our own different personalities, right? So Tanya is her own person. (laughs) I am my own person. And so when you come into our salons, of course, you're going to get the same healthy hair care system. You're going to get the same results, but you're going to get different personalities, right? My, my salon is a Christian-based salon, and Tanya's salon is not. But when you come into my salon, you're going to listen to the word. You're going to listen to church. You're going to have, I'm going to have a pastor on. I'm going to have gospel music on. When you go into my sister's salon, Tanya, what, what, what do you guys hear in your salon? We are all we are all over the board. Yeah. Uh, you could get anywhere from regular, you know, from regular pop to uh, some Cardi B. You just never know. It depends on the vibe, <laughs> you, you know, uh, it dep- and it depends on the clientele that we have and who's in there and who's vibing. So and we have all types of crazy talks in our salon. So uh, it's definitely a place for all the talks that a woman wouldn't probably necessarily have anywhere else. And but they feel comfortable, you know, it could be anywhere from sex to relationships to um, the gossip that's going on in the blogs to uh, motivating, you know, a business. Uh, It's we're just all over the board. We we feel like it's a very safe place. So there's a fit for each one. Exactly. And I will say in both locations, one thing that you will walk out with is motivation and inspiration. You know, just inspiring women. And I think a lot of women come to our salon and they sit in our chair and somehow we may spark a business idea or they may share something with us. And we're telling them, well, why can't you do it? I love that. What's holding you back? We do that a lot. Just do it. So that's in both locations. All right. That is your consistent point. I love it. And I love that each salon takes on Mm -hmm. a personality of its own as well. So kudos to you. You know, you mentioned about sparking a business idea, and I want to move into the thought of innovation. So tell me about how the Healthy Hair Program and product line came to be. So as I got back into the hair business and started feeling it and and kind of catching the vibe, um, I think we were both already into healthy hair and doing hair because that's just the only thing that we knew. But as far as putting it into a strategic type of program, I think what happened was... um, I think a lot of it just comes about because we're always trying to figure out how to fix things. And we hated the narrative of the fact that if you wore extensions that you didn't have hair or you were trying to cover up something that was going on with your hair. And that really wasn't the case. So whenever I would hear things like that or or we, you know, we were just trying to debunk that stereotype. So what I did was 
I started posting people who would wear like extensions for 18 months, you know, and I was really on a mission to show people like, look, this lady's been wearing extensions off and on for 18 months. And this is her hair. Her hair is way down her back. Like it was more like a ha ha look, you know, like stop playing with us, making us feel like we don't have hair. So and it's uh, it's everyone. It's our own people. It's it's people outside of us everywhere. So when I did that one time, uh, one of the girls had color at the top, but the rest of her extension hair was the same color as her as her extension. So when we took out her weave install, she still had the color at the top. So it was hanging over the rest of her dark hair. So when I posted it and her hair was long, oh, my God, they tore that post up. Um, it was like, that's not her hair. Look at this. You can see that. You can see this. And it would just went crazy. But from that, with all the negative um, remarks that came from it, there was a lot of good. I had people calling me up and saying, just because I described it, saying this person has been wearing extensions for 18 months and look at her hair, blah, blah, blah. So they would call me up or come for an appointment and say, I want to do the 18 month program. I want to, in fact, I want to do a 24 month program. And I'm like, program? Like, what are we talking about here? So, it's actually like the people made up the program. So I was like, oh, my God, this is really this is what we do. We could market what we do. So that's how the healthy hair care program even started. So when we started that and, and one of the things that we did was we made sure we always showed results because anyone to ever feel like we were making anything up or we were telling people, look, your hair has grown this time and they don't get it or they don't they see something different. So one of the big things that we started that I think helped us to grow even more was that we were trying to be very transparent. So um, we would take pictures of their hair before, take pictures of their hair every time they came to show them exactly how much their hair grew. We would put the pictures in their phone. So it's not like we were keeping the pictures to manipulate. And then we were able to post those pictures and show real results and show the client like, look, these are real results and they were able to tell us. So it's not like I'm telling you, you're telling me, we see it right here. So because we've been so transparent in that way with every single customer, with every single hair type, and we've been able to post, you know, all the different hair types online, people have become very um, invested in what we do on top of feeling like we are not lying. You know, um, uh, they believe in us and we've been able to show that. So from there, we were asked to like travel all over basically the world, all over the U.S. Come to me. Can you come to Atlanta? Can you come to Florida? Can you come here? So we um, we started doing that a little bit. But then we started working on the hair care line because we were like, we can't keep traveling like this and, and kind of deal with our clientele here at the salon. So that's when we started talking about the uh, product line. So then once the product line got launched, then we were able to serve people all over. But even with that being said, people still fly into us. I get at least five people a day that fly in from somewhere across the U.S. to get their hair done. Wow. So they'll use the system and they still fly in. Um, but we have stopped traveling. So that's kind of like it started with the healthy hair care program. Then it went into the healthy hair care system, which we use for the healthy hair care program, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And that's so interesting. Uh, you know, a uh, the simplistic idea of being transparent, right, led to this opportunity to create this program and then this product line. So that's an incredible story. Um, you know, for those out there who are thinking, how could I do something like this? Um, walk me through, you know, that process. Yeah. So I, I will say, figure out what it is that you want to do. You know, like I see a lot of people, like even though we came up with this healthy hair care program, maybe like what, 10 years ago, 
Now everyone is using healthy hair care program, right? So my thing is, what is true to you? Figure out what is your gift? What do you want to do? And what are you true to? And then just figure out a vision, make a plan and just go for it. Um, I think a lot of times people make the mistake from seeing something working for somebody else and wanting to jump in. You really got to see where are you getting this from? Is it truly a gift? Because you're passionate. When you're passionate about it, it's going to come across. When you're truly authentic about it, it's going to play different. And it's really going to show at the end how successful you can be. And that's one thing I've learned is that when you're trying to figure out what you want to do, how do you open up this business? How do you move forward? Is this something that you truly, you know, and I, and I use God all the time Did God give you this vision because anytime God give you a vision, he will give you the grace to go through it. And so uh, what I also see a lot of times is people just jumping on board just doing things because it's working for somebody else. And they get so frustrated through the process because it's, it, it's not coming as easy. So I always tell people is just sit down, figure out what it is that you want to do and um, have a plan and just go for it. Just go for it. One of the biggest things that I would tell any salon owner or someone who's trying to do something like this is to narrow down what you do and put your all into it. Um, because like when people come to our salon, we don't, but we don't, we don't just do everything. It's not one of those salons where it's like, you can come in and get all these trendy styles here and all this. We know what we do and we know what we do best. And that's what we focus in on. And those people that come to us know exactly what they're there for. So they're not coming to us for like some of the things that we might think may be unhealthy styles or the trendy things or, or, you know, just any and everything that's, that, that you can think of in the beauty industry. They know that when they come to us, that they're here to strategically grow their hair. So when they come and they sit in the chair, they can't just ask for anything. It's basically like, okay, you might want this, but I'm not going to do this because this is not healthy for your hair. So, um, and that's what we do. So if someone specializes in short haircuts, then that's what you focus in on. And that's what people are gonna come for. Don't try to be all over the board. Take whatever you can do and you make that the best that it is. And people will flock to you because of that. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. And that comes with really having a clear vision. You know, we own a cosmetology school, too. So I always tell um, in Sacramento, um, we own a cosmetology school, nail tech and an esthetician program. And so one of the things I always tell my students is that if you have a clear vision, if you write that vision down, when people come your way and try to pull you from that vision, because you have the vision, it's not going, you're going to know that's not in the plan. So if that's not in the plan, you're not even going to entertain it because that's not in the plan. Yeah. So you having a clear vision is so important because if you don't have a clear vision, when things start coming your way, you start saying, okay, I try this and I try this and I do this. And, and you just be all over the place, you know? So you really have to have a clear vision. Yeah, that's very sound advice. Thank you. Um, so is it right to say that everyone that comes to one of your salons is there for the healthy hair program? Somewhat. Yes, for the most part. Yeah, either they already went through the program and they're just doing maintenance, is keeping their hair healthy, or they're coming to our salon for growth. They're coming for the healthy hair program. Amazing. Amazing job branding 
branding those services. And like you said, really sticking to that vision and not being all things to all people. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to talk a little bit about retailing. So, you know, you've got your new client in the chair. Talk to me about how you then retail to that client to make sure that they're following your product line and the program. So we have what's called a fresh start service. So that's for people who may not want to go into any type of protective style or they are uh, with us, you know, and they just want us to get them ready for growth. Meaning you're going to come in, we're going to do an assessment on your hair, which, which is what we do with all of our clients anyway. But with the, with the fresh start system, it just kind of stops at a certain point before we actually start to do your hair. So we, you come in, we wash your hair, we treat your hair. Um, we assess what's going on or what could be going on, let them know what, and, and then we get them ready for growth by trimming their ends going through and just figuring out what areas, if, if it's going to take different stages of trimming in order to get everything off that may be going on with their hair. Um, if not, that's, that's fine also. And then what happens is we put a plan of action together. Um, I always ask them, what are you going to be doing after this appointment? After I get you ready for growth and, and everything, what are we going to be doing? So they tell me what style they're going to be going into. And then I always tell them what products they need to use in order to accomplish that from the Dream Girls line. So that's kind of like how we work. And then if they are in the salon and they go through with the whole process, meaning they may get extensions or they get their hair done or flat iron, whatever the case may be, we they always leave with instructions. And most of the instructions include, for the most part, some part of the product line, if not the whole thing. Yeah, we don't really have an issue with reselling because a lot of times clients come into our salon and they already purchased the kit, you know, mm -hmm. at the end, I'll say, well, you have the comb out, you know, do you have the oil? Do you make sure when it's time for you to take it out? Do you have the correct items, you know, that you need the products to do your style correctly? And most of the time, I want to say like 95% of the time, they're like, oh, I already have it. Already, already have it. And if they don't at checkout, they leave with it. Amazing. And that I can imagine had to open up a completely different fruitful revenue stream as well on top of the services that you offer. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when we, we just started selling our products in 2020, I believe, right when we had the COVID issue, we was going to launch. And then um, in March, we was going to launch in March and then COVID happened. Everything got shut down and we really had to make a decision. Do we keep moving forward or do we wait? At that time, no one knew that, you know, the COVID situation was going to have us on lockdown for two years. No one knew that. So we're thinking like, OK, maybe if we wait, we can do our big lunch party in a few months. But something told us you guys need to move forward and do it now. And prior to March, we were just trying to feel out our customers to see a lot of people is talking about create your product line, create your product line. But a lot of times you can create something and then people are just not buying it. Right. So we really wanted to fill out how many people was really interested. So we decided to do a pre-sale and the pre-sale is what helped us buy all the materials, all the cans, all the bottles that we needed. So we launched our pre-sale um, on a Friday. And we we said we were going to do it for two days over the weekend, ended on Sunday. And I believe, Tanya, did we make over 30000 that weekend? Yes, it was over 30000 We made over $30,000 just on pre-sale. And everybody knew you wasn't going to get anything for at least eight weeks, you know, but you're going to be the first ones to have our products. 
And that kind of gauged us, like it told us like people is really interested in this one. And then two, it helped us raise seed money to get our first, you know, our first cans, our bottles and get everything produced, which I think was very smart with us because a lot of people go in not knowing their um, customer base, not knowing who's really interested, who's not. And when we did that, we ended up selling the 30,000 that helped us get our, you know, our supplies that we needed, get everything bottled. And then the first six months, we ended up selling a million. And I think we closed out that year at 2.5 and we've been consistent ever since. That is unreal. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> I, I can, I'm seeing a pretty strong marketing thread through all of this, um, which is important, right? I mean, if you're behind the chair hustling and you're not, you know, marketing or branding or creating those other opportunities from a revenue standpoint, um, all you have is that revenue behind the chair. So really, really great advice. As we wrap up, um, let us know what's what's next for both of you, because I've got a feeling that you might have some things up your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya, I'll let you take that. Well, I'm just going to speak on one part. One of the other things that we were trying to do to expand, because we have such a large following throughout, actually, not just the U.S., but like over in Africa and Europe, um, we were trying to like bring on dream girl certified stylists which means that we would train them and kind of go over everything that we do in the salon in order to do exactly what we do here and uh, have someone in different states so that people don't have to necessarily fly because we, we get asked all the time do you have somebody in this area do you have somebody in that area do you have someone here so that was one of the big things that we were going to start working on but we're looking for key people people that have a business mind that are ready for growth and uh, can really understand what our vision is and can follow through with our vision fully. So um, that's one of the things that we're working on right now. So um, we are looking for stylists in that respect. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah, we're coming out with a vitamin line, something with like a DHT blocker. A lot of women just don't know that, you know, healthy hair starts within as well. So it's a lot of things that we do to retain length. That's one thing. But a lot of women were lacking vitamin D, we're lacking iron. Um, sometimes our hormones is acting up. So it plays a big part. So one thing that we will say about dream girls, when our clients come in, it's just not about what we see. It's about what we don't see. And so we dig deep. And a lot of times we find out that our clients are low on iron, low on vitamin D. You know, their minerals levels is so out of whack. The DHT is so, um, so much where they need DHT blockers. A lot of them, they hormones is off wax. So we really dig deep. We recommend that our clients go get blood work so we can review it and talk to their doctors. So one thing that we are going to do is we're going to come up with a product, um, a vitamin where we already came up with the vitamin and, um, and other things too, just it's, it's so much more than what we see. So we dig deep because we really care about the clients um, that sit in our chairs and our customers who use our products. Yep. That's incredible. Line expansion is always is always great and love that you're getting into the vitamin space as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right, ladies, tell me where we can follow you at. So if we are not or our listeners are not following Dream Girls right now, um, hit us up with your channels. 
So we have uh, dghair.com is our website. And then if you go to dghair.com, it's going to lead you to all of our sites, which the main Instagram site is Dream Girls Hair, one word. I am here by Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A. And then Shari is I am Shari Wilson. And then we're also Dream Girls Hair on TikTok also. So um, that's where you'll find us. But if you go to dghair.com, you'll be, that will kind of link you to all of our spaces. Amazing. Thank you both uh, for your time today. It was so exciting to get to learn more about the salons and your vision and the program and the uh, the school that you also mentioned, as well as the extension of your product line. So congrats on your success today. Um, and excited to follow you in the future. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. We appreciate you having us. You bet. Thank you for joining us for this month's episode of T-Stocks. Join us next month for another episode. T-Stocks is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode. 